We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Okay, welcome back to another audio adventure on Insight. It's CVV, Chris Van Vliet, and I'm Paul. And if you know me, it doesn't take a lot for me to get excited, but I'm extra excited on this one to talk to one of my favorite bands of all time, The Dangerous Summer. Now, I, I like all kinds of different music, country, hip-hop, rock, pop-punk, alternative, everything. Like If you looked at my Spotify playlist, you'd be like, man, that really runs the gamut of everything. There's something about The Dangerous Summer that has really spoke to me. I've seen them in a concert a bunch of times. I've had a chance to hang out with A.J. Perdomo, the lead singer. But in all those years of knowing them and knowing their music, we never did an interview. Until now, right? So if you know them and you know their music, you know how awesome they are. If you don't, go check out their latest album called Coming Home. Actually, go check out all of their albums. They're all so good. Reach for the Sun is the album that like really made me become a Dangerous Summer fan, but I think you'll like them all. Check them out on Instagram. They're at The Dangerous Summer. On Twitter, they're at Dangerous Summer. I'm at Chris Van Vliet if you're not following me already. And take a screenshot. I'm sure there's lots of fellow Dangerous Summer fans that are going to be listening to this or want to be listening to this. So take a screenshot, tag us so that we can repost it and share this episode with a friend who's going to love this. So let's do this. Please welcome AJ Perdomo, Matt Kennedy, The Dangerous Summer. We are making this happen. Oh, I'm, I'm so pumped about this. You guys are one of my favorite bands of all time, and now we're sitting here in the flesh. Dude, my man, it, you're my favorite person ever. Man. Stop Thank, it. Thanks for having me. Stop man. it. Thank you, man. Yeah. Now I'm stoked means, to be here. It means so much to me. And also, I understand that Organizing an interview at 10 a.m. in Las Vegas is, is really early when you're a rock band. So yeah. thank you guys for getting up early or maybe not even going to sleep. I don't know. I know. Yeah, We went to like 6 a.m., 6 a.m., something <laughs> like that. So, so we went hard last night. It was pretty cool, but it was awesome. Man. Everyone's kind of trickling out of town for when we were young. So we saw Bayside guys. Who did we see last night? We saw a lot of bands of last bands, night. Yeah. Here it is wandering through like, oh fuck, everyone's here. Right and now, now they have to come back next weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and some of you are actually prolonging the week, like uh, dashboard dudes are here all week. Just well, why not? Yeah, right. Dude, why not? Prolonging. Although a week in Vegas is too much time. Yeah, to I spend agree. in Vegas. Unless you have a lot of money. I mean, hey, you know, like that's the that's gamble it away, you know. <laughs> what's what's the game of choice? Uh slots, which is the oh, worst. Come on. It's the worst. Yeah. I know. I, I love blackjack. I, and I, I never win, you know. I never yeah. win. But I love, I love the lights. I love the feeling. I think it's like dopamine or whatever. You know, it's just like I love the bing, bing, bing. Oh yeah. Can you put this a little closer? Okay. Like cool, cool, cool. It's got to, yeah, you know, like make sure, like, like it's like you're singing a song in there. Ooh, the nice arm. Oh, like that, that like sounds that. amazing. This is a great arm. Yeah. I like this. Song. These are great mics. Yeah, they are. The, yeah, the Sure SM7B. Yeah, yeah. So I good. always use it in, in the studio, even handheld. Sometimes you will hand. This I is a big mic it, yeah. to to do a handheld. Mic. Oh, I handhold it. Yeah, that's what I think. Also, Bono is famous for doing that. Yeah. Michael Jackson. They've all you know swore by this mic. You know. I'm so glad you guys are back together. Uh, I know, Thank you. man. I, like I, like I said earlier, you guys are one of my favorite bands of all time. When you broke up, I was like, no, no. Nah. 
Did you see all that shit going on? Uh, it was crazy. I mean, was like, how could you not see it, right? Yeah. You guys had to live it, though. I know. Yeah. We had to live it. It, it was painful, man. It was like uh, watching one of your best friends slowly die or something. You know, it was, it, it was a sad time for us. And, uh, you know, I think we needed it, though. You know, men I talk about all the time. It's like the steps that it takes to get there. You know, it's just that's what that's what happens. You have to go through the shit. You have to go through the bad stuff to get find the the beauty in it all you know but was there a part of that that made you dislike music for a little bit yeah definitely i mean i i completely swore off music i didn't write a song for four years like in between in the midst of all of this you know and i think it made coming back a lot sweeter you know it's like uh and i see i see a lot of my friends going through this too where they're artists and they love what they do but uh I think we all go through times, you know, even even if you love your job, you have your, your off days and whatnot, you, sometimes you need a time away from stuff. And it's just like, at, at points, I felt like I hated it, you know, I, I hated it completely. And uh, it, it was sad, you know, it, it sucks that someone can make you feel that way about what you do. And I don't know, it was a hard one. Does it make you respect the bands that can stay together for 20, 30, 40 Dude. years? Like, how do they do it? How do yeah. they do it? Like, original members? Like, yeah. who, who's on that list? Like, what? Like, Rolling Stones? Are they original? Uh, I think so, yeah. Like, all those Yeah, bands, like, like, how is, is Kiss? Fuck? Kiss and uh, you, you too yes, as yeah. well. I mean, there's, yeah. there's very few bands that are, like, actually, like, like original damn. members. All-time low in RC. I mean, there's, there's yeah. still oh, like, man. those yeah. people. You know, like, yeah. it's crazy. But, yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you keep it together? And I think, you know. Uh, especially with artists we're all fucking insane you know like <laughs> like like we all have our quirks and our weirdness because you know like we have that side of ourselves you know well, it's a lot of egos yeah right? it is a lot of egos it's a lot of egos coming together and i don't know like actually i want to ask you this as a songwriter when yeah. you've written a song and you think it should sound a certain way and then you bring it to the other members of the band how did you you know have that conversation with everybody else in the band of like oh actually i saw it going this way and you want yeah. to go this way Oh my God, it's nonstop. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're in the studio having that conversation every day. It's like, even even that one we just made, we're like, okay, like, oh, did do we produce it right? Was do we do it the right way? Like, oh, I thought of it more as this type of song, this type of song. So it is a lot of you know, it's a marriage. So you're, uh, we're all kind of sharing sharing our love. You know, it's not about one person. It's not about you know, like, again, yeah, me as a lyric writer, there is a lot of like. I need some kind of stake in it just so that I can get that piece done. But, you know, you, we all try to have all of our ideas fit together, you know, like, and it, sometimes there's things that maybe I don't even like as much, but I respect and love these guys so much. And we say, Hey, like, this is awesome. Let's, let's go forward as a band and fucking make it happen. It, it's a push and pull. It's push and pull, you know? So as the original, the only original member of yeah. the band now, when you guys got back together in 2017, was there a part of you that went, man, I don't, I don't know if this is the dangerous summer. Maybe this is a different project. Maybe this is a different band. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I always said to Matt, I was like, we should just drop summer. Let's yeah. call it the dangerous. You know, like, but the I, I wasn't a fan of that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you almost want that way, but I mean, the dangerous summer is a dangerous summer. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a hard one. We have this machine that kind of it's well oiled, and especially you know, it, it's something. It's a story that just kind of keeps going, and despite falling apart a million million different times, it always comes back together. So, it's a uh, it's a wild thing, man. But yeah, starting over is never never a good thing. Well, you're, but you're you're starting from experience, right? Like that's exactly. a, that's a quote. It's like you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Yeah. Fans like me are going, oh my God, the yeah. band is back together. I know. It means yeah. there's going to be new music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, and that's what we wanted to lead with. Like, you know, we were getting offers to play. Oh, you guys play this festival. Money kept getting better and better. And we said, you know, like, because we're such like bleeding hard artists, we're like, we're going to lead with music. You know, we don't want to just fucking play a show. Like, if we're going to come, we're not going to be like, oh, nostalgia band, we're going to play the permanent rain a hundred times. It's like fucking, we're going to come in with new music because uh, this is our hearts. Like, you know, we, we want to show ourselves out there, you know, so. Yeah. Where does the permanent rain sit in a playlist right now? Um, so on our set list, yeah. uh, set list we've yeah. been doing it actually as the final, the encore yeah, every night. So yeah. it, it's, it's kind of actually really interesting because we're getting this new wave of fans. Yeah. A lot of fans, especially like songs like Fuck Tomorrow was like, 
it, it's almost like our new permanent rain. Like it did so well. It's doing so well on streaming where a lot of people are coming into our band like that. So we play fuck them all like last. And then we kind of encore with the permanent rain. And it's like the energy is almost like, you know, pretty matched right there. So this is such an interesting era for this style of music because just like you guys, you know, I grew up listening to it the late nineties, early two thousands when it was blank and yellow card and starting line, yeah, census oh, fail, Hawthorne yeah. Heights, all American reject. Like, oh, go on and on. And oh, on, you right? go on and on. I like that list. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. You when keep, we were young, you, were you, when we were young? No, no. thankfully, cause I most of it got canceled. Fuck man, that sucks. But I, I, and then you guys came around in the, like the era right after that yeah. when it was like with great respect, kind of losing its popularity, but you guys were making such incredible music and now it's had this resurgence. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of came at a very odd part of the wave. And what was weird about coming back to, it's like, you know, with emo revival and yeah, emo night, everyone's going out doing all this stuff. It's like, we barely caught that emo, you know, like we were in it. They like, they allowed us to be part of that, you know, like, because we came at the very tail end. And I think we also came at like the death of CDs, you know, like this was the era where CDs were not being sold anymore. You know, it's like, so like, and streaming wasn't figured out. The music industry almost went to fucking ruins. They, they didn't know how to make money off the shit anymore. You know, it's like people weren't buying CDs, pure volume, remember pure volume? You just stream oh, yeah. it for free. Yeah. Like, no bands made money off pure volume, you know? It's just, uh, we came at a weird renaissance, you know? And so I think also with that renaissance, I mean, things like Spotify, the new machine that just, it takes your taste and it amplifies it. People are finding us who like those bands, like All American Rejects and stuff, but never heard of us. You know, like the taste, tastemakers out there are really uh, pushing the new wave of music. It's kind of beautiful to be here while all this is happening. This whole thing right now of emo is not dead. Yeah. is I mean, it's so true. Yeah. And I think that the most powerful drug in the world is nostalgia. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's what, I mean, as we sit here right now, Blink-182 just got back together with Dude, three original members. I know. I love Tom. Have you ever interviewed Tom Long? No, I'd love to. You need oh, to interview I, Tom Long. He is like, oh, my How God. can I make this happen? Yeah. I actually, I actually met Tom Long once. I had a very awkward exchange with him. Like, What do you mean? We So we played a festival with... Uh, Angels and Air was in Australia. And so we actually flew on the plane there and on the plane back. And I like took Ambien on the way to Australia. So like I was on the instant message. You get like instant message on Virgin Airlines, like to the seats. And I was like, is this time to long? Is this time to long? But, and then that's not the actual story. So when I, when we go to fly back to LA, uh, Tom Long's sitting there, you know, next to like all the, Angels and Arrows guys, I'm like, oh my God, I got, I got to talk to him. If I don't talk to him now, I'm never going to yeah. uh, talk to him. So, I go up to him. I'm like, hey, man, we're in the dangerous summer. We played Soundwave. Like, I love everything you do. Like, you mean the world to me. And he goes, how was it? And I was like, good. And then I just didn't know what to say. And I just slowly <laughs> just disappeared. I walked backwards. Ever that, so- that was it? That was it. I was like, oh. oh, my. I ruined my moment. I was like, you know, like, what do you say to someone that you grew up listening to? You care about the music so much. Like, what do you say? You know, like, and I get it, you know, like, it's like, you know, people come up to me sometimes. They're like, I don't know how, how to say it. And I'm like, I get it. Like, yeah, that's how I feel too. I don't know how to say to my uh, musical idols what they really mean. And, and what could you do to ever change anything? It's like, hey, like, I love your shit, you know. Like, yeah. well, when you're talking to someone at that level, they've heard it all. They've heard it all. I, exactly. I interviewed Billy Corgan recently. And it's like, oh my. What God. do you say to Billy Corgan about the Smashing Pumpkins that he uh, hasn't heard a thousand yeah. times? Exactly. Yeah. He also owns a wrestling company. I'm a big wrestling fan. I know, oh, yeah. I thought that was a good conversation. So that was that was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. He's so he's he's very nice. But like when you're at that status, yeah. you can't just walk up to Mark Hoppus and be like, hey man, all the small things are great songs. I know. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. How do you like the new song? Like the new song? I don't like it. Really? Oh man. Do you? I don't think I actually really heard it, but I heard clips of it. Like it I think it's probably like cool. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. And yeah. and and like Tom, I think it was Tom put something out that they had recorded the best album of Blink's career, and I'm like, oh, amazing! I can't Ooh, wait till Edge comes out. And then I heard the single, and I'm like, if this is the best song on their best album, I'm I'm not so excited anymore. Yeah, yeah but I kind of always say like, you know, like. The thing about Eminem, like, you know, it's always hi, my name is first. You know, like, 
You released kind of the fun one, and then the next one is probably going to be really crazy. So maybe the, he has some, I did see that where he was like, hey, you like this song, but there's like deep interest. He kind of like said some on Twitter about how uh, there's so much more to this album than that. And we'll see. We'll see. Self-title, I mean, is the album of a lifetime for me, I think. Yeah. You know, they did in, in what was it, the year 2000 or whatever. No one's been able to continue that sound. You know, yeah. like no one's gotten that far. Like, Maybe it's Green incredible. Day? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's about the only one I can think of. Dude, I, I like the new Green Day stuff, too. They, Me, they, too. They don't put out I love great it. shit, man. But when it's so funny. A lot of people say Self-Titled is the best Blink album. Yeah. For me, like, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket is, like, it's start awesome. to finish is, yeah. and almost every song leads into one another. Like, it's yeah. basically one giant experience. I know. I love that. I also album. remember driving to Walmart and buying, like, that album and then putting it in my Discman that was connected to the tape thing with the cord coming yes. off of it. Yes. Yes. So, dude, I'm, and they all had different bonus songs. You remember that? There was like different course. versions. Like, man, it was so cool. They were like, oh my god, they were everything back in the day, dude. And now it's and nobody knows better than you guys. It's such a different animal now, where it's it's not really album focused anymore. I know it's single focused. And and that's actually, man, we were we were hanging out with our label in Europe, and that's what they were telling us. And look at us dinosaurs being like fuck like yeah they're like they're like album like you should just start putting out single 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 like 10 singles in a row it's like like fuck like that we journey you know like we we actually just got out of the studio we just spent six weeks in there and we're journey band we live the album we we do not leave the studio we live in that fucking machine until it's over and it sucks you know like it, it's pain it's it's everything so it's all a piece you know it's, it's it's all one piece together i just it's funny because i feel like the tiktok ism of music has yeah, changed everything wild. yeah man you and can be an artist that nobody's heard of and one song goes viral on tiktok and it's over i know it is it is literally insane but it, it's it's a weird fan too because it's like you know these tiktok stars a lot of them are seen it's like can they draw people? You know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, again, people like us, we have to be on the road just so we get our cult fan base and our cult following so that, you know, we have that. It's like, yeah, you could probably sell a million singles or whatever from a TikTok song, but will there be people there? Do you have a story that people have followed? You know, like, we're a band. We're, we're like, you know, uh, any one of them. We, we have a whole, whole package, a whole thing going on, you know? Yeah, and I think a lot of people, it's like, I, I heard that song when this person was lip syncing it on TikTok. You're probably not going to go see that band play. I know, that yeah. That artist play. Yeah. I, I do think TikTok is it's like a weird reactionary thing. People just want real now. And I think uh, we were talking to some TikTokers about how, you know, when they start to even overproduce a song and put it on TikTok, people get disinterested. They want you mm. like, with an acoustic guitar. They want the human, like the shittier it is, like wear shittier clothes. Like, you know, like you... Like the shittier it looks, these clothes aren't shitty. None of <laughs> yeah, these clothes yeah, are know, shitty. Yeah. Come on, guys. Exactly. But yeah. that's the thing is, like, they want the humanness. That's what the algorithm loves. They they want this little kid in a house in some random city, just on his acoustic, yeah. and talented as fuck. You know, yeah. like they don't want some like band like us being like, check out our album. You know, like yeah. it, it, it's a wild world. It's a, it's a different world out there. Speaking of clothes, this hat is your trademark now. Oh yeah. When did this happen? Man, uh, so in San Antonio, Texas, I oh, took- your, your guitar has arrived. Oh, this oh, is great. Hey, what's yeah, up, this dude? Is great. Oh, yeah. The door's uh, this way. Yeah. 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 Someone, I'm sure but, someone um, be kind enough to let you in. Yeah, That's San exciting. Antonio. I mean, I, I took Molly the night before and whatnot, and I, we just wandered in. You kind of have these weird days the next day. Wandered a hat shop, and I was like, hey, it was like built in the 1900s like this. Sick old shop. school hat shop and they custom make your hat i mean this like originally was like a big like bucket hat and they like steam it they make it it's fucking crazy and uh i don't know i've just been kind of developing developing in a cowboy or something i don't know what i am you know, <laughs> it's a nice era of the band it's a nice era. we, yeah, we were saying right. one day maybe we'll do a suit era it'd be nice yeah. to do a suit suit era yeah, you know, like yeah. the killers of course like, yeah yeah like, all the the bands i feel like had a suit era yeah the main even the main. they do that yeah See? i like yep. that i like the high didn't the hives do something i don't hives. know the hives the man. sums remember when yep. some 41 did oh, their joke yeah. video yeah dude i do remember that for man. uh still am i uh, uh 
So am I still waiting? Dude, that's oh, a, yeah. that's an underrated band. Man. They're, yeah. They have fucking hits. Oh, they're the best. Hits yeah. after yeah. hits after Do, hits. Do we want to bring the the guitar in at some point here? Oh, sure. sure we can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? Hey, what's cool. up? Okay. Who's this? Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Our guitar tech. Jesse, thank you for making this happen. Wow. Badass um, guitarist, too. Why don't you uh, step around here? Yeah. Thank and you, man. You're, you're about Hell to be yeah. on camera in three, two. Yeah, come on. It's Take great. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah, what's up, baby? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right there. Wherever. Yeah. Yeah. My man. Awesome. Thank you, bro. Oh, my yeah. God, you're good. Yeah. The shot is uh, from the top here, so that works out great. Dude, it was, oh, my gosh. It's, it's so exciting. It's funny. It was yeah. like 5 a.m., and he's like restringing this thing last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, last night. Five. <laughs> I was waking up at 5 a.m. to take a flight to come see you guys. Here. Oh, man. Well, damn. Thank you. No, man. thank you. And we don't need to play a song right now, but it's... Uh, yeah, okay, cool. How could you have a band... One of the best bands in here and not have a guitar. Fuck yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Perfect. Yeah. So many of your songs have meant so much to me in it, my thank life. You, thank you. That means the world. It, well, it means so much to me to be able to even talk to you guys about this. Because like, what does it mean, especially when you're writing a song and then you know that it's touching the lives of so many people in so many different ways? Like a song that's so intimate and personal to you yeah is then now intimate and personal to other people it's it's crazy man and and uh you know like i think my coping mechanism with dealing with the kind of magnitude that it's like you know we always say it's like uh i'm just like a good antenna you know it, it all comes from the universe the words whatever it is it, it comes from somewhere else you know and, and i'm just kind of a good antenna and it's kind of like i feel like the words are almost a message for the world of the universe and people interpret it in the ways they need to interpret even for me it's like a healing so like i i take my own piece from it and then other people get their piece from it and it's uh it it's unreal man just to hear the stories and uh you know i, I got a dm like couple nights ago that was like hey like i almost killed myself you know like lots of messages where it's like hey like you literally saved my life and how do you cope with that feeling that you can actually have something of that magnitude it's it's wow. uh it's unreal it's like uh and i think yeah just to deal with it i mean it's not really me it's it's the magic of this world the magic of this universe and we're just happy to be a part of the grand symphony you know i like that Fuck yeah. <laughs> the Permanent Rain seems like a really personal one. Yeah. Oh, Is yeah. that the most personal song? I mean, they're all so like painfully personal where it's like, uh, and, and, and I always say when I make an album, like, you know, I got to hurt myself and I, I got to hurt the people around me sometimes. Like uh, sometimes I have to say things that really throw myself under the bus. And sometimes I have to say things that, you know, like really, I don't know, like, have a repercussion on the relationships around me because I'm just being honest. I, I have to, I have to tell the story the way it needs to be told. And mm. it's all so deeply personal where, uh, it's painful. It's joyful. It's, it's every emotion rolled into one tree. Huh. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So many of your songs got me through like a lot. Like I, I had a long distance relationship, miles apart, like really spoke oh, to me. Oh, wow, man, yeah. Miscommunications. How did it work? You, you stay together now. <laughs> <laughs> How do long yeah. distance relationships work? <laughs> well, the thing about long distance relationships is if you don't have an end goal in mind, yeah. it's never going to work. Never. Yeah. So unless you go into it and you go, all right, in six months, a year, whatever, I'm moving in with you, you're moving in with me, or moving somewhere like neutral. Exactly. It will yeah. never work. How long distance was it? Let's, let's get into uh, your person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Canada. Okay, yeah. She still lived in Canada, and I had moved to the U.S. Oh, that's it wasn't, hard. It wasn't yeah. that far. Yeah. It was probably only 300 miles apart. Yeah. Oh, uh, I see I what like I did that. there? I yeah. like that, man. I was in Cleveland. She was in Toronto. Okay. But it's just, you know, there, it was, I was taking the next step in my career and yeah. she was still doing the same sh- thing she was doing in Canada. Yeah. And you're a good looking guy. How, oh, it, she was a beautiful do, woman. Yeah, it's like, it, it, it gets rough. You, you're out of the bar. It's like, damn. The ladies probably flock to you, man. I don't know. No. You'll see it <laughs> the show tonight. I'll just stand there by myself. Oh my god, dude! We're gonna we're gonna party now. You yeah, party a little bit? You don't sure. party? I will have we'll several. Drinks. Some yes. yeah. We'll have some brews. Yeah, I, you'll appreciate this because you lived in L.A. Yeah, I had a the, the girl I'm engaged to now, Rachel. Congratulations! Um, thank Congratulations. you. Congrats. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, thank you so yeah. much. Uh, she came to the show. You met her when we were in Anaheim. Oh no, no yeah, way! That's House of Blues. That is awesome. Fuck yeah! That was in L.A. long distance relationship because I lived in L.A. and she lived in Orange County. Oh my god! So it's only funny. forty miles, but. It can be like, like hours. There sometimes. was a day it took two hours and 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. And there was Damn. another day it took 50 minutes or but, 45. But you live together now. You live we live together now. We just okay. bought a house together. Nice. We're, we're, we're in the city of Orange. In oh, Orange so County. you went out there. Yeah. What's it like on the other side? Up there? Oh, it's I've, normal. I've always wondered that. Oh, you come yeah. anytime. Well, when you're in Anaheim. It, is it cheaper out there? Is it? Oh, like, of course not. Yeah, no, that's the thing. it's just as bad, isn't it? It's California. It's like, yeah, fuck. It's a terrible decision to live there. I know, man. I get but it. there's beaches, mountains. I know it's beautiful. But when when like songs like um, "Blind Ambition" came out, I was nice. like, yeah, "You miss LA like a fever, and you oh, want to, yeah, you know, want a house where the Malibu lines on, ends." I'm like, "I've been there." Like, yeah, dude, I just oh, moved man. to LA when that album came out. Oh, no way. So dude. that really spoke to me. And you would, were just leaving LA when that album came out, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just, yeah, kind of. Uh, I forget the time frame. But yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like, are you guys even based like 2017, 2018. Um, we're kind of everywhere. So he's in okay. Denver. Denver. I, I'm in Richmond. Josh is Nashville. And Christian's in Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. So he's like pretty close to me. Like yeah. an hour but, the, but everything comes together when you're on tour. Yeah, we yeah. all fly in. And, and it, it makes you work harder. If we all yeah. live down the street from each other, it's like, you know, maybe we'd get together every once in a while and write songs. But it's like, hey, let's go make an album. And for weeks, we go hard as fuck. And then we just, you know, we're on vacay when we're home. We're like, yeah, yeah. okay, we're off, you know. And and that's going to happen at the end of this. We, we have probably a few months off until the next thing and just chilling, you know. We already have an album in the bag. <sighs> What's it called? Uh, I I don't know yet. Maybe okay. gravity. I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about gravity. Yeah, yeah, gravity. Awesome. Yeah, mm. you heard it here first. Yeah, I like yeah. it. The yeah. thing about gravity. Remember when the movie Gravity came out? Oh yeah. Wait, what's the movie Gravity? George Clooney. And they were in space. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, gravity has a double meaning, right? Some it's, it's the gravity of something weighing down on you. The gravity yeah. of us, like on Earth here. And it's also something has grave importance. Like exactly, yeah. Like that. Yeah, I, I like the feeling of it. And there's lots of like kind of, uh, you know, there's always kind of theme type vibes, you know, like there's stuff about the stratosphere and, you know, like it almost feels like there's a theme in it. When I, I'm going to send you that. I'm going to send you in. Just what? So, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you. Oh, At least what, the best. It's not mixed yet, but I'll give you like what we have oh. now and uh, see what you think. See what you think. I will man. let yeah. you know immediately. Fuck what yeah. song should I start with? Should I start with at the start? Um, well, so they're in, they're not even ordered yet. That's the thing. That, oh, we get okay. to that point eventually where it's like, okay, Maybe how like do we the, order it? The walls outside are like Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And they're all fake like, names right names. now. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. It's like I at some point I write down all the lyrics and okay here's this is what this should be the title and then yeah we, we'll finalize an album name but uh, yeah leaning towards gravity man. it's a process man it's I, like, yeah <laughs> I think there's so much of your story in particular AJ and I'm sure all of you guys have experienced this but 
you were doing the thing. Like, I yeah. feel like you were put on this earth to be a musician. You were doing the thing. And then there came a point where you're like, I don't want to be doing this anymore because yeah. of, you know, circumstances outside of your control. Yeah. And then you went and did a nine to five. Yeah. And I actually love that, you know, like, and I, and I think maybe it is like someone within me is an artist. Like, you know, when people want me to do something, sometimes I say, fuck you, you know, like I need that power as well to do whatever I need to do. And I saw the grass is greener on the other side and, uh, it was nice to have a nine to five. It was nice it was. to live a normal life for a while. And man, I was working at this like uh, film rental house in LA uh, in Burbank. I biked two miles to work, two miles back. I was living a peaceful life, and it, it, it got to the point where I was like, "This is too peaceful. Like, I need to throw a wrench in it." And then I got a divorce, and if I got the band back together, it was <laughs> awesome. That is dude. so <laughs> juxtaposed to being yeah. like a touring band. Like, are, yeah. you guys, are you guys a van right now? Boss? What is uh, it? Yeah, like a big sprinter van. Like okay. Yes. Yeah. This is so juxtaposed. Yeah. I know. Yeah, man. It's crazy. But I loved it. It was like, you know, and you know, I wasn't working in LA. No one actually works. I mean, you, you show up. funny thing. You show up at like 10, 11 a.m. They're like, cool. Like, what's up? You know, like, people don't really care. It's chill. It's chill to work in LA. It's, it was fun. Like, I had a really good time doing it. There's and, also like this vibe in LA where you could ask someone like, Hey, do you want to go like grab lunch at I don't know, like one o'clock? Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, man, I'm free like every day this week. <laughs> what do you mean you're free every day this week? Dude, I know. there's just like a lax attitude. Everyone's just chilling. Everyone's high as fuck. My boss is high every day, you know. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's just like I was like, cool, I'm gonna get high too. Like, let's do this. But uh it was it was really cool, it was really peaceful. As well as you know, we travel so much. And, and so, so much. Sometimes you dream of not traveling. Yeah. And then you get home and you're like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, actually. I, I do like traveling. You know, it's like Missed you always want, want the other side. Life is like that. It pushes in a pool. Well, so. life's all about balance. It really it's the is. the balance yeah. of the staying home and the traveling. Yeah. I don't know. Like when you're in a band, you're doing it all at once. And then it just kind of stops. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, to deal with those feelings, like we get like on such a high from playing these shows and then yeah it just stops and you sit at home some days and you don't know how to get up in the morning you don't know what to yeah. do with your life you're like fuck you know like so i think like you just gotta stay busy you know take some adderall take some adderall <laughs> keep working baby keep working <laughs> what's a city that you guys have been to where you were like i didn't even know we had this many fans here i mean um, recently paris yeah like, paris wow. was crazy yeah it was like i mean like josh and i it was our first time playing there <clears throat> And <clears throat> like I, I, yeah, thanks. I uh, we also have know. a cough button if you ever want to. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's how awesome. oh, that, what that is. It's like we're at a radio station. It, it is literally says cough. That's yeah. nice. so, yeah. so sorry about that. That is, but uh, yeah, then that I just balling, we had no like, clue that like people actually like liked our band in New York City. Yeah, you kind of see it online a little bit, and uh, it was a fucking awesome show. One of the yeah. uh, the guys from Rude Records, our label that we're working with, uh, they came out to Elik, the owner. Yeah, and it was. Awesome. Yeah, like London. Recently. Yeah, London was sick too. Yeah, so oh, they're, they're, they're pointing at you. You're in trouble. Uh oh. No, I'm just kidding. He's saying I'm so sorry. Yeah. I like it. I like these guys. This is like. Uh, yeah. This is great. Everybody, everybody behind this the glass here is so talented. Yeah. And yeah, the, the other really side cool of the, the other side of the glass is like everybody walking by is hearing our conversation too. I know. They're Whoa. like, who the fuck are these people? We don't know. Like this guy. It's a dangerous summer. He waved back to you. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. That's how we'll Hello. pick up ladies. What's up, ladies? Hey. She's on the phone. She doesn't want to talk to us. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really curious to know what you guys think of MGK because oh, yeah. you guys have been doing this for 15 years and MGK was, for the most part, a rapper. Yeah. Then I, I love the two albums he's put out in the pop punk space, yeah. but he kind of just came out and like, oh, waving to everybody. Man. There we right. go. And he, came, he, he kind of came into your space and was kind of like, I'm now going to own this thing. Yeah. And, I think I think he's cool, man, and, and I liked a lot of the music that he's put out. And actually, I just saw him on tour, uh, on that big tour with the helicopters. Did you go to that at all? No, it was fucking wild, man. He like production was, uh, production was insane. He had a helicopter. He's a rock star. He's he a is, fucking he's rock, rock star. star. And and that's the thing is like, man, like I I see him. He's carving his own way. I mean, he's an artist just like us. And he he uh, yeah, it is funny. I like. I mean, all these people coming up even like a lot of the soundcloud stuff too where it's like oh we want to be a rock band now but they're kind of like rappers too it's uh it's almost like the Lil wayne thing remember Lil wayne wanted to be a rock yeah. star they, they always want to be fucking rock stars or whatever but yeah, yeah the revival 
pop punk. It, it helped us. I mean, I, th- I think all of it, it's like people are saying this is kind of the return of rock because of people like that. And, you know, you're, you're starting to see guitars show up again. Everything comes in waves. And I think rock is starting to make its way back in the radio. I, I think it was gone for a little bit. Don't you think? Like it kind of. Yeah, well, less people are listening to the radio. That's an interesting I thing. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, who needs the radio? In a lot Seriously. Of yeah. And I worked in radio for so much of my career. Wow. It's like nobody's tuning tuning on 99.1 or whatever yeah, it is yeah. now. Because now you can have like curated playlists. And to, no to commercials. No commercials, exactly, yeah. It's funny, though, that like the rock purists, I'll put that in quotes, <laughs> when like they put a pop punk band, like when someone says, oh, I like this band, they're, they're my favorite rock band. They're like, oh, they're not rock. They're like pop punk. Or I know. They're emo or like, I feel like they're all part of the same category. Yeah, we talk about this a lot. You know what? It's Americans are such dickheads about music. You know what I'm saying? Like, we go to the UK, and man, we have people of all ages at our shows. Like, people love a rock gig, and they're dancing, they're they're moshing, they're having a good time. Like, they're happy to be at a show. In America, it's, you know, arms crossed, you're sitting, you know, like, everyone's just like, cool music. You know, it's such like a cool guy thing. Like, we grew up in the 90s where it's like, hey, like, you know, people make fun of you for liking, oh, you like this band? Like, yes. you like Third Eye Blind? Like, oh, it's so lame. Like, Red Hot Chili Peppers is the best. You know, it's like the older brother 90s thing punching you in the face. To, you know, it's like yeah. we all grew up with, like, angry shit. And now people are so pretentious about music. People hoard music. This is mine. Oh, you've never heard of this man? It's like, dude, like, music's love. Music's art. Like, let it be free. Let's share it. Like, uh don't hate on it. Like, if you like something, love it. If, if you don't, just walk on past. It's yeah. like an art gallery. It, stare at the paintings you like and just keep walking. You're not going to say, yeah. what the fuck is this? You know, like this piece of shit. Yeah. And people are on Twitter going, this is, like, people literally, like, will tweet us and be like, dangerous summer suck now. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And it's just like, you took that much energy. Just fucking turn some, listen to the old shit. Like, that's there forever. That's the best thing about music. You can listen to whatever the fuck you want yeah. forever. Like, keep going, keep going. And it's just like uh, the pretentious attitude. It doesn't really exist in, I mean, it exists less in Europe, UK, even like Asia. I mean, people yeah. love me. They're just happy that you were happy there. You know? Yeah. And it's like, man, we're human. We're just artists. We're just trying to express ourselves. You know, I always say we're not trying to make good music. We're trying to make accurate music. We're telling yeah. the, the stories of our hearts. You yeah. Know? It's not. If we wanted to make, yeah, like some radio hit, we'd make like a fallout boy, like catchy ass, whatever song. Like we're just we're just trying to tell the true tale of what we really feel. You know? Yeah. So there's a weird thing that happens when someone finds a band as they're starting out and then two, three albums into it. Uh, there's people that are like, oh my God, I used to like them. I know. Yeah. But they sold out or they get yeah. went too mainstream. And I'm just like, but they're still the same band exactly yeah. yeah and and i do think so music is such a personal thing and i think uh well people don't take note and realize uh, i mean we've been doing this so long so you, you start to see where it's like you love a song because it's, it's anchored to something in your personal life yes it, yeah you're going through a relationship or you're driving one day man you had this good drive you had that cup of coffee and the sun was coming out it's linked to a place in your life and when a new album comes out and it's not anchored by something in your life you didn't have that moment where, oh, I got the new CD, or you, you know, like you just casually heard it. You're not anchored to it. You don't, you don't have that personal connection with it. So I think people need to kind of think about that when they, they, you know, listen to music. Like, try to find the anchors in your life, and if it isn't there, then hey, maybe it's not there. Sometimes you don't feel the way, even like you know, like someone actually said the other day on Twitter, they're like, Dana Summer's happy now. Like it's crazy. You know, it's like. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the same album I did. It's very, it's very <laughs> depressing, but I get it. I get what you're saying here. You know, it's like I think you guys are uniquely qualified to answer this question. What do you think is the most emo lyric of all time in all emo music? Oh my god! Oh, do you remember the air of like, uh, oh, Hold On Heights? Like, oh. cut, cut my wrist and black my eyes. I mean, that's like that's, if you're gonna put one, you know, it's like that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Cut my wrist and black my eyes, or I won't fall asleep tonight or die. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's like fucking. Uh, that's a 
Yeah. I think Hallern Heights was like they they have like a good picture of what emo kind of became as like the popular. Yeah, emo, that was like, like the mid two thousands screamo. Really. Yeah. yeah. And there was that era of like, you know, like butterfly kisses, you know, like all these words like mascara. You know, like remember when it was like all those little buzzwords of like the two thousand seven, two thousand eight era or whatever. Do you have a do you have a choice, Matt? Um uh the song has become <clears throat> what the song has become the anthem of, of my underground, right? Like, of my dying day. My oh, dying day. it was so it was saves the day, right? Story of the year. Story of the year. No, so I was singing oh, saves the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, from Ru- the, from Ru- oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Funeral, I don't know. That, that, that's a pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty. Email you like saves the day? You like love saves the day? Love saves. They got canceled. Killer band. Everyone's getting canceled. Damn. Yeah, yeah. they Take are too. I didn't be a that. good person. Yeah, apparently. Oh, that's then they get canceled. Yeah. Saves the day? You, I don't know. They got I love. That. I don't know. I still I like yeah. their music. Is that I love bad? It. Look, yeah, hey, stay where you are. Oh, <laughs> I got, I, chest. I've got another. I've got another option for this. Okay. Um, you could slit my throat, and with my one last gasping yeah, dude, breath, dude. I'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt. Oh yes. my! Yeah, yeah. God, dude. I was actually like, man, like taking back Sunday. That's I, like a killer lyric. I actually like just kind of went through a break or whatever, and I was just like, I swear, subconsciously, I started like singing lyrics in my head, and it's like. These taking back something lyrics like what what is that song they're saying? But uh, that's Q without the E, right? Yeah, yeah it I is. And it's like, man, his lyrics are so good. Like yeah, it's like it's like revisiting them, like thinking about them. I was like, wow, these lyrics are like insanely creative and crazy good. He is a fucking talented motherfucker. Animals oh, are. Yeah. And he man, when when Take Max Sunday came out, it was like holy shit. Like I've never heard anything like this in my whole entire life. That changed everything, man. Like, I love that emo. Yeah, like that. Taking Back Sunday emo is the best emo. It's funny how a song or an album can, like, number one, have a, like, like picture a moment in your life that can, like, timestamp that moment in your life. Yeah. And it's funny how, like, even to this day, you can hear that now and, like, picture a time or a place. Or For oh, me, yeah. it's... um. It's Dashboard Confessional playing MTV Unplugged. Dude. And I told Chris that yes. like when I interviewed him. And he's like, oh, yeah, we didn't even realize how big that would be for us. I'm like, that changed everything. It, it changed really everything. I remember like, I had, yeah, like the little DVD of it. I played in my dad's trailblazer. Like, yeah, in the back seat. I was like a kid, like listening to this. And it's crazy because actually Chris Caraba reached out to us recently. He, he loves our music. What? That's awesome. And like yeah, way down, awesome. they, they were playing way down before they played. And actually our... Our friend, do you remember Therefore Tomorrow? Uh, band from back in the day. But uh, so. Chris Camarada, their drummer, now plays for Dashboard Conventional. And, and he actually played uh, a European tour with us before as a drummer. And uh, yeah, we were partying with him last night. We were getting yeah, the last fucked night. up yeah. last night. Like. He's awesome. <laughs> He's the best, dude. You got, I mean, you're rock stars. I mean, what, yeah. what else oh, do you yeah. expect? Yeah. This is what we do, man. We, do you do this in every city? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, Adderall, ah. baby. Let's go. I don't Hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be kids listening to this being like, oh, Adderall. It sounds yeah. great. Try it. Try it. Yeah. See if you like They're it. They're probably already on. I'd say try it. down with vodka? Try everything little, once. Yeah. Whiskey, usually. Yeah. Whiskey, yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're big whiskey guys, but uh, yeah. I like the clear. Clear, like clear is so much better for me. Yeah. yeah. Big, big beam guy. I like Jim Beam. Yeah, maybe we'll mix it up one of these days. Let's, try. Well, let's do some let's clear. Try I'm down. Some I like mix I like it together. Like, I, I've Felix. always wanted to get into gin. Like, wouldn't oh. gin be cool? That's you like, got, yeah, the gin hangovers. Yeah, they're brutal. Good. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea. This is a whole different podcast, but that's yeah. yeah let's go deep into liquor. Let's go the history I, I, of liquor. Tequila's mine. Like tequila's. Yeah, I. I if I go to the barn, we're doing shot. I usually say tequila, tequila, and, and, and it's like the the lime. It's it's a social shot. Yeah, we'll do one tonight. Let's yeah. do it. We'll do one. I'm in. Only that. one. Come on. Yeah. Well, ten. Yeah, ten, ten yeah, to twenty. Ten to twenty. I I'm from Canada, like I mentioned. So when I heard in symmetry, remember Winnipeg? Oh yeah. I was like, nobody remembers Winnipeg. Like, I know. Yeah. So what's what is the significance of that lyric? So uh, I dated this girl. You from, felt simpler back then. Uh, yeah, I know. So it was like this girl from high school, but she was from Winnipeg, and so I went on vacation with her family to. Uh, it was like Victoria Beach. It's out there, like on Lake Winnipeg. It's called Lake. Yeah, Lake Winnipeg. And I also, man, there's I, not much to do in Winnipeg, by the way. I know. Yeah, heroin. It, that's like, <laughs> they were like, they're like heroin is like that's yeah. where it is. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a fucked yeah. up city, isn't it? Like yeah. like. 
Also, the home of like the slushy, the 7 Eleven, isn't it? Like, is it? It's big there. It's like apparently the top place where. How do you meet a girl that's from Winnipeg? So she went to my high school, but she uh, was from there. So yeah, I went on vacation. But uh, also, I love, you ever listen to the Weaker Thans? The Weaker Thans? Yeah. Yeah, man. So they talk, I think there's like a subcontinent. I just love that band. So yeah, I wanted to reference Winnipeg as well. They talked about Winnipeg. And their songs. Uh, sometimes I'm very influenced. You know, I get, I get some ideas. Like you know, sometimes I like I come very close to ripping people off, and I don't even realize it. You know, like, like bright eyes, streetlight manifesto. Oh. Like some of my favorite vocalists. It's like they make these lines, and little pieces of it end up in songs. Yeah. You know? We, when I first found out about you guys, it was 2009. My buddy Aaron, who's one of my best friends, he met his now wife uh, that summer. And we had just had a crazy summer. We called it the dangerous summer. Oh, nice. Because of you guys. Yeah. Wow. And what happened? I, I want to hear about this dangerous oh, summer. Oh, it was, <laughs> I mean, we were 25. Yeah. So all of the things you would expect nice. to happen during a dangerous summer. I like that. I like that. And then I moved to Cleveland not long after that. And we had a dangerous weekend where, it's the last photo the I, dangerous I texted weekend. you. We took a random road trip to New York City because my buddy had just wow. moved there. Dude, and I was like, it wouldn't, be, wouldn't it be so cool? I just introduced my friends to you guys. I'm like, wouldn't it be crazy if the Dangerous Summer was playing in New York? Pulled up the website and I'm like, guys, you'll never believe this. Dude, that and is And then we crazy. went and saw you guys. That is wild, man. I, yeah, I think, I wonder who we're on tour with. We'll have to look it up later. We'll look it up yeah. and it'll come to me. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, yeah, those Webster Hall, those are the best, man. Like, I, I miss those, those days. New York City, man. What a city. I might move there. I'm, I was really? Thinking, I was thinking about moving there, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I got to move out of my house soon. So <laughs> I, Why uh, not back to LA? Uh, my daughter is actually, she lives 30 minutes outside of New York. So I just okay. I just want to move closer to her. So Luna, uh, right? Luna, yeah. My yeah. dog is named Luna. That's no awesome. way. Yeah. Oh, I love I what, think my dog's probably older than your daughter. <laughs> what, what, what kind of dog? <laughs> a Chawini. A chihuahua, yes. oh, chihuahua and a wiener dog. So you love pick, pick the dog up. It's very small, nice. like eight yeah. pounds. Why don't you bring the dog? It's my so it's my fiance's dog. <laughs> okay, now okay. I'm the, no, I'm now the dog dad. Yeah, yeah. The dad. yeah, I love that man. Yeah. Dogs are the best, aren't they? It makes sense though if your daughter's there to move closer to the city. Yeah, and there's that, an energy about New York City. I know that the thing is I want to conquer that city. Like I think. There's something about the big cities in the world, you know. I kind of want to live in a, a few of them before the end of my life. I think Andrew McMahon wrote his best album when he was in New York City. Wait, what album did he write? It was uh oh uh oh like that was a oh no way album was, was something corporate or I know when it was Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. Okay, yeah. Wow, he was living whole, in New York. The City. whole album is all like New York inspired. Wow. Yeah, so that would that might be the case. If you yeah. Lived there. There's something we always talk about, like frequencies. I mean, when you have that many people concentrated in an area, I mean, like, yeah, there's an energy, there's a tangible, the humanness, whatever humans do when they're packed in tight like that. Yeah. You can feel it, man. It's, yeah. it, it, I bet it would make the coolest fucking music. So we'll see. Okay. And albums are very time and place. I feel like wherever we make an album, it influences it, you know, like completely. I look forward to that album. And the next yeah. album. I can't wait to hear it. Hell yeah. yeah. We, we have to wrap this up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no worries. Um, but I can't wait to go to the show tonight. What's, what's going to be song number one? Uh, Blind Ambition. Blind ambition. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all gone with, you know, the voicemail. We play the voicemail and we all get up there. and fuck Do you actually play the voicemail? Yeah, that's how we yeah. started. The, the, oh, man. The way that that song hits. Dude, my man. Thank it you. It means dude. a lot to me. It means so much to me that all you guys came in here. Thank you, man. Dude, it means so much. Like, man, like, uh, you, you saw me. I hit you up on Instagram. I was like, hey, please interview us. Please. Like, oh. I see all the shit you do. Like, I love, I love your shit. I love the questions you guys you are an amazing interviewer it's 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 an honor to be here truly thank the you. honor is mine and like seriously thank you guys and i mean if if you don't mind we now have the guitar here would you would you play us out yeah let's do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what song we want to play do you want to play yeah. um, sideways or we can play uh we do like uh, coming home why don't we do that? and then we, yeah. Um, yeah, just, we do that. just a little bit and then we'll uh we play two. We'll wrap this up uh, they might need to wrap it let's yeah, yeah. let's do one yeah so, you want to come home Gosh, it's yeah. so exciting. Cool. Wow. So we just rip it. Is it what's the best yeah. way to do it? Only, just, just, we could just play in the background, really. Okay, yeah, I, cool. I would just kind of like, yeah, 
Put the mic on it. Put the mic on it. Sure, and then you'll just sing a little bit. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Can you could you play symmetry, or is that too hard to play live? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a while. Okay, come in. I don't want to fuck it up. Okay. But that's cool. Just maybe a verse it. and a chorus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Thank you. we could finally do that interview and a little live in-studio performance there at the end right after this interview and they're like well what are you doing now i'm like i don't know what are you guys doing they're like we're going out for lunch want to join us so we spent the whole rest of the day together we got lunch had a few drinks and then i saw them rock the stage in las vegas i love those guys check them out on spotify check them out on instagram the dangerous summer on Twitter, they're just at Dangerous Summer. And I'll leave you with a quote that I think is pretty applicable to everything that we talked about here. This is from Tim David. Your dreams should be your dreams. They shouldn't be based on what anyone else says or does. Be great. Be grateful. We will see you on the next one for some more insight.